listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast with your host, Timothy Lambert-Monk. Good evening. This is the Full 10 Yards Podcast. I am Tim. You are the listener. Thank you so much for joining us. On what is today, it is a miserable Miserable Wednesday afternoon here in sunny Scotland. Hope you're all well. Thank you so much for joining us. Today we have a good show in front of us. As well as it being World Cup fever, or as well, not, not that it's reached here yet. Um, I'm going to touch on that shortly. But uh, today we have my team, my thoughts. And it's going to be the Chicago Bears. And we have Luke Campbell joining us on the show today to bear down. But for that, a couple of bits to get through. Uh, like I say, World Cup. World Cup fever, fever pitch, um, not for me personally, and <laughs> funnily enough I actually got trolled by football uh, today, we did the, uh, the work sweepstakes and I got Nigeria, now you might think why is that trolling trolling me, well Dallas fan obviously, and who do I hate, I hate the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, what are Nigeria nicknamed as, the Super Eagles, so yes ladies and gentlemen I got trolled by football. Which is more reason to believe that football is not for me, and the fake fake version of football can be yeah, it's just a matter a means means to an end. You know, we've got a month of it of the whole World Cup. When it finishes, you know, NFL season's here, so that's that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, although you know, if Nigeria win the World Cup, which is very 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 unlikely, then you know I might watch it, but I'm not not planning to watch it. If you do, hope you enjoy it. Uh, not for me, but. I just saw today actually that the United States, Canada, and Mexico are going to host it in 2026. And I thought to myself, hang on a minute, why? Why all three countries? I mean, you know, you've got countries there. You know, that probably the last four countries to host the World Cup, including all the joint bids or, or what have you, are probably not even the size of America. But then why add on Canada and and Mexico to that? Don't really get it myself, but. Um, I guess in 2026, I will care much less about football than I even do now, and I don't even really care about football at all. So that's football Football uh, run over. Moving to the better version of football. I'm going to be visiting my second Britball game this weekend. Going to be going down to Clyde Valley to watch the uh, Nighthawks versus the West Coast, Tiger, uh, West Coast uh, Trojans. If you're going to be down there, come and give us a shout. I'll be wearing my shirt that uh, you probably would have seen on social media. Really looking forward to that. Hopefully the wife will, will come and join me as well and get to experience the greatness that is American football at a grassroots level. Uh, just a couple of bits of news really to get through NFL-wise. Uh, Zach Martin, Dallas Cowboys, offensive lineman, signed a, a mega deal for to ensure that he stays past the 2022 season, I think it was. Um, I can't remember the figure off my hand, but it's a, it's a hell of a lot of money. I think he's getting paid like pretty much like a wide receiver. But he's the highest paid uh, offensive lineman <laughs> at his position uh, ever and being obviously a Dallas Cowboys fan actually made, made me quite excited so yeah pretty pumped about that and that, that all of our offensive linemen now are signed through 2020 at least so quite excited to see what we can what we can do next season hopefully uh, make a push for the playoffs uh, in bigger news if not probably the biggest news that we'll get all off season uh, Andrew Luck uh, has finally thrown a ball um not much further than ten yards, you know. Doesn't want to give us too much. He's like a like a teaser, isn't it? It's like a teaser for the next uh, episode of a box series, and it? it tells you what what's coming next. And 
Yeah, so uh, just a, again a shout out to uh, the Andrew Luck, uh, Saint Ar- Saint Sergeant Andrew Luck uh, Twitter account. And uh, I'll, just, I'll just read out the tweet that it's a very good um, Twitter follower if you if you have social media. It's at Captain Andrew Luck, uh, C-A-P-T for Captain Andrew Luck. So he said, I write with exuberance. Today, for the first time after many sunrises, I fired my sidearm in full view of onlookers. It was a sight, I admit. Some were startled. The unit has a grueling campaign that inches closer daily. I shall be ready. I love you, Andrew. And uh, yeah, I mean, they're all <clears throat> tweets in, in the theme of you know war and being obviously being, being a captain um so yeah quite funny if you don't follow them on twitter follow them if you want to follow us on twitter that's at full 10 yards that's uh twitter instagram uh, we also have a facebook page um like subscribe our itunes or stitcher or wherever you get your podcast from should all be there now for you we should have the only the only places we aren't yet are spotify and uh what's the other one google play and uh, that's a work in progress on that one but that's pretty much it for the news i don't think there's anything else uh, to for anything of worth mentioning, uh, we have another podcast hopefully tomorrow for you, uh, where we'll be talking to Derek Morrison and hopefully be talking about Broncos there. So, but today, back to today, we will be talking Bears. We'll be talking Luke Campbell. So, let, do you know what? Let's get into it. It's time to bear down in the next uh, instalment of our My Team, My Thoughts uh, series. Today, we are talking about the Bears, and we have Luke Campbell joining us. Who I, I understand is wearing a Bears jersey now. Before we start, Luke, I've actually got I've got a bit of a surprise. I don't actually have a Bears jersey, but I've got the next best thing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a few clues as to whose whose name I've got on the back of this jersey, and I won't tell you what jersey it is either. But what I can tell you, he 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 was he was on your offense for one season last season. Is now currently a free agent. Meredith, I reckon. No, not 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 Meredith. I'll give you another clue. Um, oh no, is he a free agent? I can't remember. If he's no, he went agent. to um, he went to the Saints. He did the same for the Saints, didn't he? So he did. Um, who else was on the offense? Glenn, no, Glennon's signed up as well, hasn't he? He signed up. Yep. Uh, he was he was a first he was first round pick about seven or eight years ago. I know, and he's gone downhill ever since, pretty much. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Go no, no. on. His uh, name is he's the greatest quarterback that you ever had last season. His name is Mark Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the, the best I could do, Luke, was find was find a Jets a Jets jersey with uh, Sanchez on the back. So that that'll have to do for this. <laughs> for, for, hopefully, you have someone a bit more uh, reputable. I had forgotten that we even had him on a roster. Do you know that? So did I. Well, I was going through my collection of jerseys today, and I was thinking, oh, what can I wear? Hopefully, I've got someone that used to play for the Bears on, my, on the back. I was like, hang on a minute, Mark Sanchez. I sw- I could have sworn that I saw something say who hey, you got released by the Bears last year, but uh, yeah, ho hum. So. <laughs> Okay, Luke, so thank you so much for joining us. Um, You're very welcome. And just uh, as I say, what, like we always do, if you just give us a bit of background into your knowledge and your how you got into the NFL uh, and, and uh, your, your best and your, your, your favourite and your worst moments being a, a Bears fan. Sure. Well, um, I, I've been a Bears fan for quite a long time and actually I, I was thinking back and it must have been round about 85, 86, which makes me pretty much a glory grabber. <laughs> and, um, and it's been kind of downhill ever since, I think, pretty much. Um, I, the reason I got into football, actually, was I played um, for a team called the East Kilbride Pirates, yep. um, uh, who are a, a, a sort of Britball team. And yep. I played for their junior team with my, my best friend at the time, Simon, who was a Bears fan. 
and we watched some of the football on on Channel Four, and it was amazing. And I saw uh, I saw some of the players, especially Peyton, and I just thought, oh, those guys are awesome. I want to be like them. <laughs> so, so really, since then, I've been pretty much hooked on being a, a, a Bears fan. Um, through the, the highs and lows and, and, and probably more lows than, than highs really when you think about it um, I suppose my, my favourite moment was actually being at Soldier Field um, I went a few years ago uh, we played the, Se- the Seahawks and they beat us in overtime but it was still an amazing experience yep. um, Was it cold? It really was, it blew my mind it, it was actually, I, I dodged a bullet, you know, because it was actually quite warm. It wasn't too bad. And that was in the middle of October as well. Oh, so not so, I yeah. really dodged a bullet there, yeah. which was fantastic because I was prepared. I had like nine jumpers and stuff like that. But <laughs> it, it worked out really, really well. Yeah. Um, worst moments? Oh, my goodness. I, I, I think, you know, the, the, the playoff game a few years ago when Jay Cutler uh, basically hurt his knee and then... Uh, that was awful. That was I had such high hopes that we would do something, and it was just such a complete letdown. Um, and I can't even remember who it was we were playing. That's how much I wiped it from my memory. <laughs> it was just an awful, awful moment. I had I had such high hopes, and it was just utterly disastrous. So uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you notice how I'm not mentioning last season. Mm-hmm. I've just sort of like conveniently forgotten about that. I, I did. No, I. I... <laughs> I did. I did wonder if uh, one of your low points was going to be the hiring of the uh, dinosaur, the uh, John Fox, who is, of course, allergic to a forward pass. But um, yeah, so j- oh. just uh, just to mention, you obviously been soldier field. What, what have you been to a game, an international series game over here? And how if, yeah, does, that, does that compare to over here at all? Yeah, I, I've been to, to a few, including the the, the Bears game a, a good few years ago with some of my friends, and and that was amazing. But the uh, who did the Bears play? Was it the Broncos? Uh, or was it Tampa Bay? I can't remember. You were playing the, the Bucks. Yeah, Bucks. That was it. Yeah, I've got. I think I've got. I think I've got a ball from that game. Yeah, it was a great game. Actually, it was a fantastic game. And, and I think the thing that got me was it was like everybody's Super Bowl. So you saw all these different tops and stuff, and, yeah. and everyone was kind of giving each other high fives and stuff like that. So that's what I thought was kind of awesome about the the international series games. Yeah. Who was the, who was the who was the quarterback for Tampa Bay? There was that Josh Josh Freeman. I think it was, you know. Yeah, cool. That's 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 yeah, delving yeah. deep in deep into the brain cells there. That was back when we were winning games. Yeah, <laughs> that, you know. <laughs> but um, but it was it was. I mean, I've, I've been to the international series. I'm going to go again this year. Um, I, I just I actually can't wait. I, I think I'm going to go to the Titans game actually. Okay. And I've got tickets for the Eagles game, but I'm I'm currently um, in negotiations. Let's put it that way as to whether I go or not. Okay. Well, if you if you're going to sell the tickets, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll happily take the tickets off you. <laughs> I don't think I'll be short of offers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, absolutely no. no Is that, uh... I'd love to go. Yeah, for sure. I would love to go to all the games actually. So I, I did buy a season ticket for the the Wembley ones. And, oh, okay. And, uh, we're trying to organise that. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, it's uh, Soldier Field is a whole different experience. I yeah. mean, it's it's quite something else. Um, the setting's unbelievable. Um, you know, just the, the the whole atmosphere of the, the match is very different, and it's a lot more intense. Um, I, I think I pretty much lost my voice at the end of it. It has to be said. Um, just through screaming and going woo, <laughs> um, and even though we got beat, it was still a, a great experience, and, and to see. Really, the, the Seahawks at, the, at the, the sort of top of the game was really quite something. Yeah, I mean yeah. Russell Wilson at that time was unplayable. You yeah. just 
couldn't stop them. No, is it? Have you so have you been to? Fantastic, loved yeah, it. Yeah, no, I can imagine. Um, have you have you been to any any other grounds at all? Is there any grounds you'd like to go in in, in America and see? Oh, there's there's so many. I would love to go to to Denver Stadium. I, I, one of my friends, Chris, is 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 a big Denver fan, but I would love to go to to Mile High Stadium. I think that would be that would be really something else. Okay. Um, and and I'd like to visit the New York stadiums as well. I think I think those would be fantastic too. So. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a whole list of them. Yeah, every um, one. well, I'd say if we if we had a million pounds, you'd go and do it, uh, do all of all thirty two, wouldn't you? All thirty one, yeah, exactly. all thirty one, exactly. obviously, because the New York's um, New York Jock guys uh, uh, share their their stadium, don't they? Okay, so do you, let's talk about last season then. So obviously, John, you had yep. the dinosaur John Fox um, in charge. Obviously, he gladly. In the off season, he departed. Um, obviously, he started last season with uh, with Mike Glennon, then obviously transitioned to Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Obviously, he lost yep. lost the opening game to the Falcons, which was their fourth fourth straight opening game loss. Uh, this this year doesn't seem to get any better because you got the Packers, but you never know. Well, it was one of those seasons, Tim. To be honest, uh, you just I thought the Falcons game we were very very unlucky. Yeah, we were very unlucky. As I think as I recall, we we had like three attempts at the, something like the three yard line, and we just couldn't get it done. Yeah. Um, and, and I remember tearing what's left of my hair out at that point <laughs> and realising that it wasn't going to get much better. And, and that ended up being a bit of a high point of the season. Yeah, There, there wasn't really very much else to, to say. John Fox, he should have been gone before the season started. I mean, he's he, he's far too conservative. Yeah. Um, I, I, there's not much more I can say except that I'm, I'm glad he's gone. Yeah. I, I think that anyone that makes you... Makes you nostalgic for the days of Lovey Smith. Tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, quite a lot of the the, the Bears games last season there were were quite close games, and there were there were games where obviously the defense stepped up a little bit, and it was just. Obviously, they didn't trust Trubisky. Uh, John Fox, obviously, with conservative play calling, and Trubisky, obviously, was they, he had the wrong coaching staff in place to obviously help him come along. But there were a lot of games last season. Where you know they surprised a couple of people. Obviously, you swept the AFC North. You managed to beat the Steelers, the um, the Browns, and the, and the Ravens, which was quite surprising. Obviously, you didn't didn't manage to get a divisional win. But there were quite a lot of games there where, you know, a few plays here or there, and you know, you would have, you would have seen a lot more wins in the win column. I don't think you're wrong there. I think um, for for me, the biggest issue last year was that we we just had no real weapons in, in terms of the you know uh, in terms of weight receivers and stuff I mean, yeah. uh, you know I, I think my gran and I could have been a significant upgrade on uh, the receiving core yeah. here and my gran's been dead for a few years here <laughs> and I don't have good hands so <laughs> you know um, and, and really I think that tells the story of the, the stats because if you don't have anyone to throw it to I mean even even Brady or, or you know people like that would struggle if they just didn't have anyone to, 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 to throw the ball to so no. I, I thought that was the biggest problem and, and actually I think Ryan Pace is lucky to be in a job because yeah. if it had been me and I said it I think a number of times really he should have been gone as well for the choices he made he made some really baffling choices and, and the, the roster just wasn't good enough no I mean let's, um, yeah no go on I was, was going to say obviously you know, over the last couple of years you've seen Matt Forte leave you've seen Alshon Jeffrey obviously leave and go and win a Super Bowl with the, the Philadelphia Eagles but you know, you've never really replaced anyone on there obviously Kevin White was a, was a was it, I think it was first round pick a couple of years ago he's always been yeah. always been injured never shown anything and I think last year you had like people like Marcus Wheaton and and God, and God knows what on that team obviously Adam Shaheen obviously was picked in last year's draft as, as was Tariq Cohen so a second year under their belts um, hopefully looks to Bring about a bit of improvement, obviously coming into the uh, into twenty eighteen season. 
you certainly hope so. I mean, if if you look at the the, the sort of business that they've done this year, and, and I think we're, we're going to talk about that, but I think that what what you're seeing is is a real upgrade in terms of uh, you know the the um, you know receivers and stuff. Alan yeah. Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, both I'm very very happy with. Yeah. Um, Trey Burton, don't know so much about, but I think I hope he's good. <laughs> I think Kevin White. He's in the last chance saloon. He's got to do it. He's got to get it done. It's yeah. that simple. No, no, I agree. I mean, no, I tell you, the the off the off season, uh, especially in free agency. I mean, the amount the amount of deals that have they've been done uh, by by the Chicago, Chicago Bears, obviously mainly all on on offense, but there's a couple of defensive players there, uh, and a kicker and a punter to boot as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, Alan Robinson was the the marquee signing, three years, forty two million, quite a lot. I think mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's quite a lot of players out there. You know, a couple of years ago that. Are more stellar names, and maybe Alan Robertson. You know, he's been injured last season. Um, he's had he's had one good season under Bortles, but he's, you know, there's still still uh, some question marks under under uh, Alan Robertson. Obviously, Taylor Gabriel from the Falcons is a bit of a, mm-hmm. a stretch the field kind of guy. Can do lots of little different things. Yes. Um, uh, Benny Fowler, obviously, is the other one as well. That's you know, obviously from uh, Denver Broncos, who probably won't get as much time yeah. as the the aforementioned two there. And but yeah, mm-hmm. like you say, Trey Burton back up uh, tight end uh, Philadelphia last season. Obviously, threw that pass to to Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. Uh, he's a, he's a young player. Mm-hmm. Signed him to a four year, thirty two million pound deal. But yeah, I think I think there's quite mm-hmm. a lot of things to be excited about with him, uh, along with Adam Shaheen. For I think sure. the uh, two two For the sure. two tight end sets there. Uh, is there is anyone in particular that you're you're uh, you're obviously the defense on the, on the defensive side? Obviously, you re-signed Kyle Fuller to a big deal. Uh, you've got Prince yeah. Amu Kamara as well. Um, so yeah, yeah it's, it's quite it's quite an exciting time to be a Bears fan. It, it's good. I mean, you, you know, I, I was looking um, at the, the, the sort of you know the, the, the signings we've made. That we've been very very happy. I think Roquan Smith is is going to be unbelievable. Yeah. You know, there, there's nothing else you can say except that he is going to be unbelievable. Um, we signed a good centre in, in, in James Daniels. Yeah. You, you've just got to you, you've got to hope that they all. A stay healthy and yeah. B fit in the system that, that Matt Nagy is putting together. And yeah. if they can do that, then you know we could be a surprise package. You know we could we could do better than you you, you think. So let, let's wait and see. But I'm I'm cautiously optimistic at this moment. Yeah, I'm I mean excited. Yeah, well, no, I mean I certainly am. I'm I'm certainly excited for them. And I say you touched on there, Matt Nagy. Obviously, he's probably one of the biggest off-season signings for you. Obviously, he's. Uh, He's one of the Andy Reid's coaching tree. He was the offensive coordinator for Kansas City last year. Played cool for a little bit, um, yeah. and obviously, everyone, it's all documented at how well Andy Andy Reid uh, offloads all his coaches and all his coordinators to di- to different teams. So, certainly, yeah. certainly, uh, anything would be upgrade on on John Fox. But I think certainly Matt Nagy, with all the pieces there, there's going to there's going to be quite a lot of spread offense uh, come next year. There's going to be, I think, the player I'm most excited for next next season is Tariq Cohen. I think he could be quite a a breakout candidate. I hope so. I hope so. I I I I think he'll either be brilliant or he might end up being a bust. And I'm worried that he might be a bust. But I, he, he looks like he's the real deal. So, you know, I, I really hope it's that that that, uh, that he's just going to be immense. And I think you're going to see Trubisky do really well as well with with some weapons and, yeah. and a good scheme that that suits him. And I think that the, the coaching will make a big difference. Yeah. he's a, he's a good QB. And he's done well under really what could be considered fairly trying circumstances. No, and absolutely. So, I mean, you know, John Fox. John Fox is not going to get. You know, he's John Fox is a guy that expects all the players to mould to his system. Whereas Matt Nagy and you know, certainly people like Andy Reid will coach to what what they've got on their team. So I, I certainly I, you should see Trubisky in a better light this season. 
I think so. I think so. I think I think you're just going to see better stats overall. Um, you know, I, I think even our defence is good, but I'd like to see us get more takeaways on on, on the defensive side and, and get a little bit more pressure on on opposing QBs. Yeah. Um, but I think offensively, you're going to it's going to be night and day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. That's, just, really positive. Just on, yeah, on, on Tariq Cain. I mean, he looked really good at the start of last season, but I think then John Fox kind of just, not not restricted him, but just didn't play to his strengths. And again, it's, it's more of a case of getting players to play to John Fox rather than John Fox playing to the coaching staff, playing to what they've got. So I, I certainly think Tariq Cohen, that, especially for fantasy, yeah. could be could be a steal in fantasy. You know, funnily enough, actually, I, I, I was, was starting to think about ranking running backs and stuff like that and I think Tariq Cohen is a, is a proper um, starting to become a, a bit of a tier one um, but, but, you know that that's just because I'm slightly biased of course he's not quite tier one but he's he's certainly a bit of a sleeper in terms of somebody who who could really has a high upside and, and you could probably get him quite low down on a, on a draft I think because people may not realise um, based on his stats that he's actually you know, he's likely to, to to step up. I think in terms of points and so forth. Yeah, I mean, obviously yeah, yeah. you've got you've got Jordan Howard there. That's going to be your runner, and it's quite funny actually because Jordan Howard was uh, there. Were obviously, rumours going around the last couple of months about him being possibly traded. But I think that might have been a product yeah. of the John Fox. Uh, John Fox coaching system there, but certainly John Howard's mm-hmm. going to be your first and second down runner. But the, you know the thing about Tariq Cohen, obviously, he can come in on third downs and on the passing downs because Jordan Howard can't can't catch a cold. But um, certainly, Tariq Cohen can can line up on you know on the line of scrimmage. Or he can line up on in the slot or, or even on the outside. Yeah. You know, he's got speed to burn, and obviously uh, Tariq Cohen obviously brings in trick play trick playability as well. So yeah, I, I'm quite, quite excited for uh, Tariq Cohen. Obviously, he's special teams guy as well. Obviously, we voted on the full ten yards that he that his return touchdown against the San Francisco 49ers yeah. uh, last year was yeah, it was exactly. our favorite our favorite touchdown of the season so yeah and, and it was fantastic and I, you know I think um, coming back to, to if you're looking for people as a good RB2 or, or someone in the flex then you should look at Cohen because I think he's you know he has tremendous upside in, and he's just a good player yeah you know and, and as you say Jordan Howard is, is is also going to be a workhorse and I think you need two good running backs in your team yeah and, and one with good hands so I think that's a a good combination for me so you know it's all good from that side of things yeah I mean certainly um, quite, a lot, quite a lot of teams nowadays are employing two, two running backs you know you've got Saints with uh, Kamara and Ingram you've got uh, Atlanta with uh, Freeman and, and Coleman and you know, there's plenty of examples going throughout the whole league um, and it's you know it's trying to create mismatches obviously on the defense on the uh, from the opposing defenses but just to, just to touch back on the draft there uh, Luke obviously Anthony, mm-hmm. Anthony Miller um, and Javon Wims obviously were drafted as well as wide receivers. Obviously, Anthony, Anthony Miller. Everyone's quite excited about Anthony Miller. Maybe not uh, so much for this year, but obviously he can he he can make an immediate impact um, and obviously help take the pressure away. If you know if if Alan Robertson's double covered or Taylor yeah. Gabriel gets a bit, yeah. of, you know, Anthony Miller could find himself in a nice situation. And again, you know, he's a he's a rookie, mm-hmm. and Mitch Trubisky's obviously new to the team second second year as well. So you could you could find that they strike up a bit of chemistry so Anthony Miller's obviously one for dynasty uh, guys out there um is it, you know Anthony yeah. Miller does he excite you at all this season or maybe is he one for a bit later I, I think what what you're seeing I think is is you've got good roster depth yeah. really in, in, in those sort of playmaker style positions and I think for, for me that's really really good that has tremendous upside for the, the team because you know with the best will in the world, somebody's going to get injured at some point, so you need to have a, a good depth to, to bring people in. But I, I see Miller has having a great 
fine of upside. I mean, you know, for everything I've heard and, and seen so far, just looks good. Yeah. Um, and and I, and I think your assessment is right. I think he can take a lot of the heat off Robinson and, and perhaps open up a little bit more of, you know, chances for for both of them to 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 gain yards and, and make big plays. And I think that's really what you're looking for. So, uh, it's exciting. In terms of J- Javon Wims, I, I don't know so much. No, no, no. Him. No, I mean, me, me, me neither. I think he was the last, the last pick of the, uh, the of the Bears draft. So, um, again, you know, they, those those types of picks can be discarded quite easily. But again, you know, it's, it's, it, like you say, his depth, um, and that's that's obviously what a team like they're obviously going from nothing last season. Obviously, the last couple of seasons has been quite a lot of injuries yeah. to to guys. And Zach Miller, it was a nice story about Zach Miller. Obviously, Chicago signing him to a one year deal, um, obviously placing him on the pup. So that, that, that was a touch of class, I thought. It really was. It was. It made me made me proud to be a Bears fan. Do you know that? Yeah. And, and, and I had a wee a wee tear in my eye when I read about it. I just thought, do you know what? That's super classy. Yeah. Super classy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a, just a, obviously on, on Anthony Miller. Just to, for for those listeners out there, obviously uh, in college last year he, he had quite a lot of success success against the zone zone coverage. So yeah, not not so much against a man or double coverage, but. Um, you know, quite a lot of teams in that that NFC North are have decent defenses. So, like I say, you need you need those options mm-hmm. um, on on offense for Mitch Trubisky to to feel comfortable throwing too. So, you you, you will you will tend to find that Anthony Miller will will do you know hopefully translate his his zone coverage um, success against bring it into the NFL. Uh, and one of his one of his most run routes in in college was the nine route, which is obviously straight down the field. So it'd be quite, it'd be quite interesting to see if they use him because obviously they've got Taylor, Taylor Gabriel as well. He's a similar type of player, so it'd be interesting to see if they change Anthony Miller a little bit. Um, you know, some other other routes that he's he's quite used to his screens and slants and curls. So it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, he's he's got a lot of um, a lot of arsenal in his in his in, in his uh, you know his weaponry. So certainly certainly a good addition, uh, Anthony Miller for 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 the Chicago Bears. So definitely, definitely. let's um, Luke. We're going to play a little game. Uh, we're going to play a little game involving Jordan Howard. Now I do I do this with everyone else that comes on. I I, I find I pick a player out of the team and I compare them with someone else uh, just to see who performed better in a, in a certain category. So I've gone for Jordan, Jordan Howard for the Bears because obviously you can't really. Mitch Trubisky last year, his first four games, he had, he passed for. 128 yards, 113, 107, 164. I think so. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to be doing any uh, <laughs> any partial <laughs> comparisons with Mitch Trubisky. Um, I think. I, I, th- I think. I remember one stat. He. I think in one game he only threw seven passes in one game or something. Something crazy oh, like that, which is just that's unbelievable. Really, when you think about that, that's, that's seven crazy. passes. That's I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. I, mean, I don't. I, I can't remember off the top of my head how many were completed, but you know, it's not going to be more than seven, which is. Which is crazy. I think they. I think that's probably one of the games they won as well. I think. I think that's one where uh, Jordan Howard had two touchdowns and over 100 yards rushing. But um, yeah, I think, none- so. I think so. <laughs> Nonetheless, okay. So we're going for Jordan. Jordan Howard, and I've, I'm going to compare his rushing yards. So I'm going to give you Jordan Howard and then another player, and you have to guess who who ended up the season with more rushing yards. So you sound up for that. You sound. You sounding up for that. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's do let's it. Do it. Let's okay, no, no one's got five out of five yet, so I, don't, I, I, might, I might have to come out the prize if someone gets all five, but we'll, we'll see how we go. Okay, <laughs> so the first one, uh, Jordan Howard or Mel, Mel, Melvin Gordon of the Los Angeles Chargers? Melvin Gordon, I think. Uh, no, that's uh, Jordan Howard uh, had 17 more rush yards last season than, than Melvin Gordon. <gasps> 
These are all very tight as well. So wow. Yeah. Wow. So as close as that, my goodness, there you go. Yeah, I mean, this is this this is what um, one benefit of do, of doing these types of games is actually you know you actually understand how well someone's performed, whereas you know their perception like perception Jordan Howard's it's not the greatest. Obviously, he's not really the greatest catcher, but you know he he does run for a lot of yards. Obviously, uh, over over a thousand yards last year. Not to give too much away, yeah. but um, yeah. Second on, second on the list, uh, Jordan Howard or Kareem Hunt. It's got to be Kareem Hunt. It's got to be, hasn't it? Yeah, no, that, that's, that was an easier thing. one. Yeah, Kareem Hunt had uh, 200, 200 uh, or so more, more yards than Jordan Howard last season. Uh, I, I put that one in there because obviously he went on a bit of a stretch uh, where he didn't really rush much or get much of a rushing total. So I thought I might that's yeah, right. a bit of a yeah. banana skin. Okay, next one on the list is Jordan Howard or Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette, I think, because I had him in my fantasy team and he was pretty good. <laughs> and they used him a lot. No, it was uh, John. John Howard had um, eighty-two more rush yards than Leonard Fournette. I think uh, what done for Fournette was the uh, injuries. He was out for a couple of games, wasn't he? Oh, he was. Yeah, yeah. No, you're quite right. So quite I, right. I feel he would have expected uh, Fournette to to have more than than Howard in a sixteen-game <laughs> season. But uh, next one on the list, we've got Lashawn McCoy or Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. No, it was uh, Lashawn McCoy. There's oh, only 16. There's actually oh. this cluster here. All five of these are all within a you know, hundred or so of each other. Uh, obviously, Kareem Hunt's the exception, but these are all actually pretty close. So um, I'm not surprised that these are these are hard to get. Oh, but uh, the, the, this one is the closest one of them all. So Jordan Howard or Mark Ingram. And uh, before you give your answer, there was two rushing yards separating these two on the season last year. So it's pretty. It's pretty much a coin flip. So. Oh my goodness! I'm going to go with Jordan Howard. I think, I think. <laughs> that that makes you one one from one from five. Mark Ingram had two more rush oh, yards than Jordan Howard last season. Man, <laughs> man I suck at this, don't I? No, that's all right. I, I make these difficult just because it's more enjoyable when they're when they're difficult to choose. So <laughs> we'll we'll put you on the leaderboard under one out of five. But uh, no, st- st- uh, <laughs> stellar stellar effort. I mean, they, those were quite hard. I mean, you got the easy one, a cream hunt. So that was the uh, that was. You know, there was only I think eighty yards separating the last four and Jordan Howard. So don't 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 beat yourself yeah. up too much. But going into one, that's important. Yeah, absolutely. You got you didn't go home with a goose egg. You don't go didn't go home with a Hunter Henry in week one last season. Um, okay, so twenty eighteen then, Luke. Um, Joe, do you think it, how, what what are your expectations going into twenty eighteen for the for the Bears? What what do you consider a, a success? Every year, I see that if we finish. At 50-50, um, I'll be happy with that. I okay. think, you know, that's always my aim at the, the start of each year, is just to, to to not have a losing record. And I think if, if we achieve that, I'll be very, very happy. Yeah. Um, I, I, th- I actually think the NFC North is, is going to be very, very competitive this year. Yeah. Um, but but I, I sort of hope that we're going to improve. And, and, and it doesn't take much for us to have a 50-50 record of an improvement, really. Um, ideally, I would like to see us, you know, come out with a, you know, maybe like an eleven and five or a ten and six record, um, and, and you know, turn it round and yeah. end with a shout of the playoffs. But yeah. I think it might be too much of a stretch, and he's in, and you know, the first season. But, yeah, but you never know. No, I think I think that's the important thing. I think obviously you know first year under new coach sometimes to, you get some teething problems, but obviously the, the talent is the talent is there. So I think as long as you have uh, a bit of a, a trend upwards. 
Uh, going, you know, obviously five hundred to be a good start. I think, I think seven and nine would probably be put back my ballpark. But yeah, I certainly wouldn't expect. I wouldn't be surprised to see them eight and eight, nine and uh, nine and seven. But uh, mm-hmm. looking looking at the schedule, obviously it's a, it's a tough opening game against away at Lambeau Field against the Packers on Sunday yep. night. Um, yeah. But on, on the plus side, you do play the AFC East this year, so you've got the Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins. So you should conceivably, if you if you've if you made a step forward there, there should be three wins there. Um, you know the Seahawks, the Cardinals, yep. and the Rams. You'll also be facing the um, the NFC West, and that, that's not as scary as it used to be. So games at home against Seahawks and not really, but the Rams are hard. I think the Rams are probably one of the teams that I tip to, to improve again this year. I think that the, you know they're looking good. I don't think the Seahawks will be as good as they were at all. Yeah, but I still think you're right. I think it's a tough, it's, it's a tough set of games for sure. Yeah, I mean you've got you have an, an early bye week five as well. So you open up first four games at Packers, home to Seahawks, at Cardinals, and home to Buccaneers. So I certainly think what maybe two and two after those four would be would probably be about right. Yeah, you would take that. I'd bite your hand off right now for that, actually. To be yeah, clear. and then, <laughs> maybe yeah, and then coming out of the bye, you face uh, the AFC East all, all four in a row. So at Dolphins, home to Patriots, home to Jets, at, at Bills. So again, you know, on a, on a good if if the team has stepped forward, maybe coming out of there three and one. So over the season, you'd be looking at what five and three, maybe. Um, and then you've got a bit of momentum mm-hmm. going into the divisional games. Obviously, that would be key to to getting any anywhere near a wild card position or maybe even the divisional yeah, yeah, yeah. title. For sure, uh, and do you know what? I don't think there's going to be really any easy games this year. Um, uh, you know, divis- divisionally, um, because I think each of the teams will, will be good. Although I actually don't think, and, and I'm going to throw my, my shirt out here, but I I don't think the Vikings will be as good as they were last year. Okay, so yeah, just obviously, just a, a note on on Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I've got two, a, a two part question here, uh, Luke. How, how much of a step forward do you think he will take? Obviously, in in 2018, obviously with the new offensive pieces that he has and the, the new uh, coaching staff that he has behind him but also the second part to that is how, how much does he uh, does he need to step forward in order to make the Bears uh, a competitive team going into it in 2018? That's a, a really good couple of questions actually because I think that it's it, I, I think that without even trying his figures and, and his, uh, his performance will improve because I think that the coaching and, and the scheme and, and, and just the, the, the quality of targets that he'll have um, will, will improve. And so I think naturally you're going to see better play for him. Um, you know, I, I think last year he suffered from a real lack of targets and really a scheme that just didn't suit him at all. They, they, they barely used him really when it comes right down to it. So yeah. I, I think that, um, you know, to answer the first part, I, I can't see how he won't improve. Um, but secondly, and I think more interestingly, everything I've read from him, suggests that he's the kind of guy who who just puts a lot of effort in and, and really wants to improve himself. And and so I think, think that you're going to see him really, really step up to the mark and, and really try and push us on. Yeah. And and I really hope that he, he can succeed in that because I think that's the, the you know for me that's one of the most important things. But you know, it, it just seems everything I've read so far has been completely impressive. Yeah. From him. Yeah, I mean, certainly he's had, he's had quite low key uh, OTAs and, and you know an off season. He's not a name that's been flung around in the media that you know whether he's, that he's either positive or negative. So you can probably take that how how you like. But yeah, he's, he certainly seems to me like a a calm and calculated, you know, assured kind of guy. And yeah, it's it's quite it'd be quite interesting. One interesting storyline, obviously, going into the twenty eighteen season. Obviously, there's there's depending on who you whose articles you read or who you listen to. There's varying levels of. Of pressure on Trubisky. Obviously, last season, uh, you know, he didn't really do much. John Fox didn't really help him. So, 
in a, in a sense that way he hasn't really got anything to lose because he can't do as bad as last season but then on the on the other hand you know on, on offense you now have all those pieces in place so he's kind of expected to help facilitate the the improvement of the Chicago Chicago Bears and that you know that the weight on his shoulders will obviously he, he should feel that at some point which is you know obviously why he want he wanted to play football to to, to feel that that pressure mm-hmm. yeah well, well, that's exactly it I mean I think as a player even that sort of pressure and and, and that can make or break you but I, I just get the feeling that he's got the the quality and, and, and both in terms of himself, but also in terms of just his application and how he copes with things to be able to, to do it, you know, and, and everything I've seen so far suggests that that's the case, but time will tell, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, certainly certainly being a Bears fan, well, from your perspective, I suppose over the last couple of years, I've, you've, you've had quite a lot of pain, uh, not really not much success. You know, Jay Cutler is one of your, the, the most successful quarterback in Bears history, so that's pretty much all you need to know about how, it, how it's gone recently for the Bears, but certainly, you know, from uh, a, not necessarily a neutral, but a fan's standpoint, you've, at least you've got something to look forward to in terms of, you know, there's, there's quite a lot of varying variance in how, how the season could go. You know, you could have a poor season because of all the teething problems. You know, Trubisky maybe hasn't stepped forward or, or can't strike up that chemistry with any of the players or the, or the coaching staff. But then on the other hand, you know, you could have a 10-win season where Trubisky does step forward. You know, you know Matt Nagy gets all the all, you know, the best out of all the pieces on that offence. Uh, and Alan Robertson fulfils, you know, his... His his forty two, uh, forty three year, forty two million contract. So you know, from at least from, you know, you don't really know what you're going to get each week from the Bears, and you know, you're not quite sure how the season turns out. Is it's surely an improvement on you know we we we'll probably suck this season. And like I say, your uh, when you, when I asked you about what you expect as a success for this season, obviously you said uh, you know not not having a losing record. You know that in itself just shows you how much the Chicago Bears have suffered over the last couple of years. But at least it's, the storyline's a bit different this year. Yeah, but again, I, I can't disagree with anything you're saying there. I think that that's, for, for us, you've just got to see signs of improvement. I think that's the, the, the key, and I think probably every Bears fan will agree with you on that side of things. Yeah. Okay, so let's take a, let's take a, let's take a step back from the Bears for a moment. And uh, are, there, are there any other teams or any other players, past or present, that you've enjoyed watching? I know, obviously, you, you joined uh, when the Bears were at their peak in the 85 Bears. Obviously, everyone yeah. knows about the 85 Bears. But are there any other teams or players that, they, that, you, that you like watching? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a big, big fan of Drew Brees. I, I would have him in my team uh, in an absolute heartbeat. I just think that the guy is amazing. The, the numbers he's put together have, have really been phenomenal over the years. And, um, you know, although from a fantasy standpoint, he, he, he perhaps didn't put in the same sort of numbers last year, I still think he's a fantastic player. And, and you know, the, the, the sort of technique that he has is unbelievable. And I think from the same sort of point of view, I, I really respect Tom Brady and, and you know, Russell Wilson. I, I think they're both different types of, of QBs, but they're, they're both obviously worked at their game and, 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 and at their best, they're both completely unplayable. And, and you've really got to respect that. Yeah. Um, and, and in terms of teams that I enjoy watching, well, you know, funnily enough, actually, I really enjoy watching the Saints. And I enjoyed the Saints last year. I thought they were great. I thought the way they changed their game around and, and, and were a lot more run-focused was, was really interesting. And, yeah. and I, I just enjoyed watching them. I thought I, I thought it was fun to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, well, past players, I'm wearing my Matt Forte jersey, so obviously he's a, a bit of a favourite of mine. Yeah. I haven't been a running back myself. And, um, and, and obviously Walter Payton, well, you know, what can I say? The guy's... Immense. I watched the, the 85 Bears recently, and it, it was just unbelievable. 
unbelievable how good he was. So you know, what what, what more can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I was, but I was a bit. I do need to go back into the archives and all that because I was born in '85, and obviously, you know, the only thing you sometimes when you get you're new to the NFL, everyone always talks about obviously the '85 Bears, and obviously Sean Gale's on yeah. the Sky Sports coverage as well, so he doesn't stop talking about yeah. it either. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. So, so um, obviously, uh, you said t- you said obviously you play for the East Coast by Pirates uh, Junior. Do you, do you go and watch any Britball at all? Do you do you get out and watch any teams over the here over here? Or I've I've not actually been so much recently, um, and and mainly because I was based out in the, the Isle of Man for quite a while up until really the the middle of last year. So I've, I've not really kept in touch so much with the, the Britball side of things. But sure. now that I'm back. I think I'm going to try and go and watch a couple of games. Cool. Uh, obviously, having you know played as a, as a junior for the Pirates, they're, they're going to be my, my first team. Yeah, and yeah. I really enjoyed the podcast with the the, the champ from the, the Manchester team. He was really good and really interesting. Yeah. So I think, I think I'm going to definitely go along and, and, and catch a, a game or two. If well, if, sure. if you do, Luke, give us a shout because I say we'll I'll, I'll be around. I'm going to one. I'm going to one on Sunday. I'm going to uh, Clive Valley versus the West Coast Trojans. So, but yeah, if, if you're if oh, you're yeah. around, just give me a shout. Um, and we'll meet up and, and have a beer. Um, yeah, yeah no, that yeah. that 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 um, podcast we did with with Sam, uh, the quarterback for the Manchester Titans, it, it really opened my eyes into what kind of goes into the grassroots game because it's not like soccer where you can just turn up half hour before a game and do a warm up <laughs> and then play football. Do you know what I mean, you have to be so in sync and so on top of the game to to perform, you know, mediocrely. So to 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 get an insight into what he puts into the game was was, was I quite really enjoyed that podcast. It was a real eye opener, wasn't it? I mean, I thought that I was really impressed with the the, the, the amount of work that they obviously put in, yeah. uh, both themselves and as a team and, and, and as an overall collective. And it really, it really blew me away. Actually, yeah, it blew me away, and it was great to hear people so enthusiastic about the game because that's what you need to hear. Yeah, in absolutely, UK for sure. Yeah, no, I'm so gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna con- continue to try and get um, other players from other teams on on the show as well. So. Uh... Watch out for that. So before we get you off here, Luke, uh, we're going to ask you one question who I ask everyone. If uh, the American football game or NFL disbanded tomorrow, what would you end up doing on a Sunday? Oh, I'd be, I'd probably be watching Rangers, who are my uh, my, my first love in terms of uh, normal um, British football. Yeah. So I'd be, I'd be away watching them and, and probably getting quite depressed when they don't play very well. But you know, <laughs> that, yeah, that's just the way it goes. Yeah, well, they, they say they've been. Uh, they, they, I suppose they've they've provided you with uh, all the ups and downs you've needed with uh, with the Chicago just giving you downs. I suppose. Pretty pretty much. I mean, it's it's not exactly been. I mean, I pretty much picked every single team that's not been so good in the last week while. So uh, <laughs> you've got to you've got to hope for a bit of improvement somehow. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, trend up. Uh, hopefully, trend up in 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 the near future. Luke, thanks so much for coming on. If you want to, if you want to get on uh, uh, Twitter, with, uh, get in contact with Luke Campbell. It's uh, at Luke Campbell ninety nine. Uh, is that just Twitter, Luke, or is that Instagram as well, or is that any other social media? I'm too old for Twitter, for Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> photos of me, that's what it is. Yeah, so no, I, 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 begrudgingly joined it last year, but so uh, yeah, no, it's not really for me. But hey, you got, you got to get in with the cool kids, I suppose. This is it. This is it. <laughs> Luke, thanks so much for coming on, buddy. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep in touch. And I say, like, if you if you're at a, a Britball game, just give us a shout, and we'll uh, we'll meet up for a beer. Definitely, definitely. Thanks again, Tim. Cool. You take care, mate. All the, all the best. All the best. Cheers, mate. Luke Campbell there talking the Chicago Bears. Really enjoyed that one actually. And don't forget, if you want to talk about your team, there are plenty of teams that we haven't gotten round to doing yet. Um, and you know, if you you want to come and, and talk about your team, get in touch with the show at Full Ten Yards, 
on Twitter, Instagram, or the email is full ten yards uh, at gmail.com. We'd love to get love to get you on the show. Love to talk about your team. Um, but I think over the next couple of weeks as well, what we start doing is a bit more NFL stuff on the podcast. You know, I'm going to do a few more articles as well uh, for you about the fantasy football and a bit more fantasy related and betting related podcasts in the near future. So again, if you if you want to, you know, if you're a gambler or if you are someone that is really into dynasty, I'm really looking looking for a dynasty expert out there. I'm starting my new my, my first uh, dynasty league this year as well. So any dynasty experts out there, if you're listening, or any of you listeners out there that know any dynasty guys. Get them to get in touch with the show. Love them to come on. Um, and don't forget, obviously, uh, our Race to 500 is still ongoing. So if you know someone that listens to the show, or if you listen to the show and you're not following us on Twitter, then why are you not? Um, follow us on Twitter for your chance to win an NFL jersey. Um, at the moment, it's an Adair Beckham jersey, uh, but there are alternatives available. But I hope you enjoyed the show. Really enjoyed that one. Um, we'll be back again tomorrow, I believe, um, with Derek Morrison. We're going to be talking Broncos. That's going to do it for this this particular show. And in the great words of Kevin Cadle, it's bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Full 10 Yards or email the show full10yards at gmail.com.